Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to quickly take a moment to talk about what's going on in the world. It's important now more than ever to use whatever platform you have to speak out. Innocent black men, women, and children are being murdered across the country by the very people that claim to be protecting and serving the community. It's racist, it's unjust, and it's time for something to change. If you are able to do so, attend a protest in your community. If you can't protest, donate to one of the many organizations that are supporting those who are on the front lines of the movement. You can find links to some of these charities in our bio. If you can't donate, sign a petition. Spread awareness to others. And if you can't do any of these things, educate yourself and do what you can to educate others and amplify black voices. Take a stand from home. Take a stand for George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Tony McDade, and the countless other black men and women that have been murdered by the police. Hello and welcome back to my first fanfiction, the podcast where I, L read the first fanfiction that I ever wrote. I am joined by Duncan. Duncan, how are you? Bad question. <laughs> what? How is anyone doing right now? Not well is the answer. Uh, especially, uh, I'm, I'm sick apparently right now. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'm especially unwell at the moment. But here we are. I, I couldn't resist the call of the fanfiction. It was like... You know what'll cure all this phlegm and this cough and this headache? Fan fiction. That's, that's, what I, that's what I need right now. Do you think fan fiction is a cure for police brutality? No. Yeah, no, me neither, I, no, unfortunately. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. There is a person who uh, wrote a fan fiction about the Avengers reacting to the death of George Floyd. And uh, naturally, people were not happy about that. And they told them, you should take this down. Were all the Avengers uh, happy about it and defended the cops? Because that would happen in real life. Yeah, because they are cops. No, I didn't read it, so I'm not sure. Uh, I yeah, all I know is that it is no longer on the internet, which is for the best. That is certainly the way to do that. Uh, strange times, friends. Strange times, as you heard earlier. Uh, I encourage you to take a look at the link in our bio to see what you can do during these strange times to show your support for the community. Uh, yeah, and also I'm sick. That's unrelated. I'm not asking for pity. I just wanted to share that I have a lot of mucus in my throat, hence why I, my voice is so deep today. Mmm! I'll, 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 I'll lower my voice, too. Thank you. Now we both sound sick. I don't sound sick. <laughs> no, you just... Isn't that a thing that, like... That, that's I feel like that's always a plot in, like, a, a sitcom, is that the husband... Uh, will we'll get a cold or something, and they'll really like how scratchy his voice is. I feel like this was a th- like a plot twist. That does I, happen when you yeah. when you get congested. Your yeah, voice and, they, deepens. and your voice deepens. This is a plot. I think this was a plot either on Family Guy or The King of Queens, <laughs> which I know are two very different shows. But I, it was a whole thing where like the wife was like, "Oh, I love you when you're. I love your voice when you're sick." So he kind of just became perpetually sick. And kept trying to get himself sick so he could always have this sexy voice for his wife. You Sounds know? like the King of Queens to me. I don't know. I actually, now that I say more about it, I think it was Family Guy. Really? I think it might have been. I don't know. It seemed like, I feel like you can't get away with it as much in the King of Queens because I don't think you get sick. Like, I don't know how he would have gotten sick. I don't know. It's a, oh, I don't know. Now I'm overthinking. I will look this up later because I am curious. So, uh, yeah, But that is definitely a thing. So maybe that's what's going to happen to you now. I'm going to be like, Duncan, just stay sick forever. 
actually, no, I don't want that because that means I would get sick. I'm in the house with you 24-7. Apologies, I had to burp. <laughs> You're going to die. I am. You're so sick. <laughs> They're going to paint, keep saying this as if I'm like, I'm now starting to doubt what I look like because Duncan keeps saying, you're so sick. And I'm like, I feel like I look pretty normal to anyone. I'm just kind of like being. You look normal, but your behavior indicates extreme sick. Yeah, like I ate three, not three. I ate nine chicken nuggets today. It was a lot of chicken nuggets. Vegan chicken nuggets. They are vegan chicken nuggets, to be clear. I ate vegan nine vegan chicken nuggets today, which is just the act of a mad woman. Too ill. What else have I done that makes me look sick? Uh, you keep nearly throwing up. And I'm not nearly throwing up. That's just how I burp, sir. You also have a phlegmy cough. Yeah. And, um, you keep falling asleep. <laughs> I haven't done that, but okay. You make me sound like Rusty the narcoleptic dog. <laughs> have yep. you seen Rusty the narcoleptic dog? No. I've shown it to you. Okay. I know I have. It was a part Oh, of, yeah. yeah, the dog falls it, asleep. Yeah, the dog falls asleep in the grass. It's a video I was shown in high school, and I think about it a lot. Because right. <laughs> you identify with the dog. Because <laughs> I too am always falling asleep. <laughs> it's just it's a very cute dog. It's a little weenie dog and he's running through the grass and then he just and it says like Rusty uh suffers from narcolepsy, which causes him to fall asleep. And then like just out of nowhere the dog's prancing and goes bloop and he just falls asleep. And he's sleeping. He's just chilling. It's really cute, but it's sad. Oh, now I wish I never brought up Rusty. Now I'm sad. Oh, let's get into something lighter, like this stupid fan fiction. Rusty is certainly not alive anymore. Thank you, Duncan. The video was already from the 70s when we watched it. I'm sure Rusty's no longer with us. Oh, no, Rusty is extremely dead. <laughs> Rusty has been dead and buried. I think Rusty was dead when I saw that video. Certainly. This episode goes out to Rusty, wherever you are. I hope that you are no longer suffering from narcolepsy. Dog, dog narcolepsy, to be He's clear. Got a case of permanent narcolepsy, I would say. Even in death? In the sense that death is the ultimate slumber. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that was very poignant of you. Very well done. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, getting into the fan fiction, in the previous episode... It was very informative, but not all that much happened. We learned that Tokyo Hotel has decided that they want to be a band again, and they're going to go on tour, woohoo, which means that newly uncancerified Elle, who also has a bun in the oven, will be living alone with her two brat children. Or maybe not alone, because I think she also still lives with Serene. I, I, I don't know. But it, it means Tokyo Hotel will be leaving London, to which I say, thank God, it means we're finally moving around. And that was kind of it, except we ended on this weird note where it was revealed that Karina, who we have not seen in, like, weeks, uh, knows Serene because they were in the car together. So Serene is the person that Tom is actively having in... Oh, they're coming. They're coming, we, for, they're coming for Tom, the dirtiest dog. Uh, but yes, so Tom has been cheating on Karina with Serene. Uh, but he's been telling pretty much everyone, including Serene, I'm assuming, that he and Karina are divorced. I don't know what the deal is. I can't keep up with Tom and what his storyline is. I can barely keep up with the main storyline here. Um, How dare the B-plot ask me to follow a storyline? I, yeah, I actually have an embarrassing question for you. Okay. Who's Tom? I get the... <laughs> you know who he is. Uh, do you not? <laughs> do you actually... Is this a bit? No, I don't know. <laughs> it's Bill's twin boy. Okay, good job, Duncan. Yay. Thank you. The one that I don't know who it is is Gay. Georg is the 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 bassist with the long hair. 
Gustav is the drummer with the short hair. And he wears glasses. Yeah, I know you don't know what they look like, but you know, it's very clear to me in my mind. <laughs> the title of this chapter, which I really enjoy, is Where's Jerry Springer? Where? You need him. <laughs> I, I guess w I have two questions. W -H -E. No, I, I just have one important question. Okay. Where is Jerry Springer when I need him? When I need him. <laughs> I don't know. He's never around when you need him. <laughs> and, okay, I, okay, I have a second question. Uh -huh. When do you need Jerry Springer? <laughs> like, in what possible context could he be helpful? See, I, uh, uh, let me read the chapter description, and then I'll get into this a little more. When the boys get back, Karina has a little secret that could destroy her marriage with Tom and friendship with Serene. So, uh, to me, it seemed more like I thought maybe the instead of Jerry Springer, because Jerry Springer, I used to watch it when I was a kid. It's a lot of like very, it's a very confrontational show where they'll have like, I've been cheating on my wife with her cousin who has two heads and I'm going to tell her right now. Like, it's that kind of crazy stuff. And they will reveal it, uh, the, like the, the people involved will all have their confrontation there on the show. So maybe that's what she means. But I also thought maybe... I think someone that you need a little bit more is Maury Povich. Because I think, like, you know, he provides a service. He tells you if you were the father of a child. Jerry Springer doesn't necessarily provide a service. He provides you with a platform. Agreed. You know? So that's why I... I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know how this chapter is going to go. But it could be that L means to say Maury Povich. But, you know... I feel like young Elle knows Maury Povich and Jerry Springer better than adult Elle does because she watched a lot more of it. Mm. So I do trust that she she means something with that. So I get it. How much money uh -huh. does a paternity test cost? I don't know. I've never inquired about one. Why? I'm just wondering if there's anyone in the world who would get a paternity test if they were on the Maury Povich show uh -huh. but wouldn't get one <laughs> if they weren't. I think it's kind of fun. You find out on TV. You think it's fun? <laughs> I mean, they get paid to be on the show, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Why not? You get paid and you get a paternity test. Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why not? Keep asking me my water. It's right there. It's close. Oh, I, 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 I see I, you, uh, <laughs> the microphone's there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, 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 no. All right. After that interlude in which Duncan spoon-fed me water, we're back. Can I have my water back? I want to hold it in my hands. Oh, you want another <laughs> No, I want to hold it. No, 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 you're sick. How is this helpful? This is just tedious. You're wasting your energy. I want you to maintain your strength. I want to be clear that Duncan has never done anything like this for me. I have, I'm a sickly person. Duncan has never done any of this for me. He's just being a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that is uh, enough speculating about Jerry Springer versus Maury Povich. Why are you shaking your hands? Oh, I was just imitating the way you were talking. Shakily. Shakily? <laughs> so you weren't going to pass out Because you said second. speculating. 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 <laughs> anyway, we can go ahead and get into the chapter, because I want to know what this means. I'm curious. So we start off with a time jump, one month later, which means the stand up to tour, because <laughs> they were going to be gone for one month. Great, we didn't care about that time in which Elle would be by herself. Anyway, I bet she did nothing. We're back in London. She sat, yeah. She sat in a room and ate saltines the whole day. For one month. <laughs> I'm sitting on my bed with my cell phone on my stomach. 
watching Tom and Jerry while eating Cocoa Puffs. This is an account (laughs) of the real life elf. (laughs) At age 12, yes. I recently was... Duggan and I were talking about, like, what video or, like, you know, like, what videotape did you watch a lot as a kid that drove your parents nuts? And mine was Tom and Jerry, this, like, Tom and Jerry and the Magic Ring, I think was what it's called. I watched that VHS constantly. So it makes sense that that's what I would be eating. And the Cocoa Puffs. I loved Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, I don't like Cocoa Puffs. Oh, yes, we've also had this argument. I loved Cocoa Puffs. It's, like, the only cereal that I did like. I haven't had cereal in years, though. But, uh... That was a very poignant picture of a grown woman <laughs> just watching Tom and Jerry and eating Cocoa Puffs. And it's weird she's got her phone on her stomach. That's where the baby is. Don't disturb it. Is she pregnant? Yes. Did you forget about that already? Yeah, of course I forgot yes, about it. she's pregnant. She has a bun in the oven again. I thought they had a dog. No, they also got a dog, yes. Did, wait, did I make that? No, yeah, she is pregnant. Remember she found out that she didn't have cancer anymore and also she is pregnant? Vaguely. And then also got a dog? Somehow, like, so <laughs> vaguely, you could easily convince me either way. I mean, no, that's because uh, episode 69 was all about how they conceived the baby. Mm, and we didn't have that yet. True, yeah, yeah. true, true. That's why it's missing. It's because we didn't have the sex scene. We just It's it's not computing with us. To us, it's not canon. But uh, the, the, the bun must be expecting a call. That's why she's got her phone on her stomach. So it can pick up when the call comes. That's funny. Thank you. Maybe it's the kind of phone... That I'm just trying to think what kind of phone a baby could pick up if it kicked hard enough. An iPhone. Yeah, because yeah. it's a touch screen. You just touch yeah, it. With you just touch it. Tell me. Yeah. There you go. Okay. I just got up 20 minutes ago and was too lazy to go into the dining room, so I just ate here. Nope. God. What? Okay. <laughs> Did she have cereal and milk in a bowl and <laughs> just in her, in her yeah. room? She has like a mini fridge right next to her bed because she's so lazy. Even if you had a mini fridge, it's the dishes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unless, she, unless, Al. Unless. She's eating out of a dirty dish? No. Okay. She poured the milk into the cereal bag. Oh my god, like a monster. And is drinking the cereal. Well, it never said that she was having Cocoa Puffs with milk. Oh. Yeah, she could just be eating the Cocoa Puffs, which can be out for your cereal. Yeah, I, it's gross, but she could be doing it. Dry cereal, always so disappointing. I agree. The twins are still asleep, but we'll probably wake up in five minutes anyway. Just as Tom was going to get hit in the face with a frying pan, my phone started ringing. Oh, that confused me. Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. I was like, Tom. Like, oh, this is getting good. <laughs> <laughs> Finally getting what he deserves. <laughs> Jerry writes. <laughs> The vibrations tickled my tummy, but I don't think the baby liked it since my stomach started to hurt. No, it's because the baby, it's the call for the baby. The baby's, <laughs> the baby is yelling and it's the tummy's like, saying, it's for me. It's for me. It's for the bun. <laughs> it's like when you're a kid and uh, when you, you have a landline in your home as a kid and you're like, no mom, it's for me. <laughs> you have to run to the phone. I flipped open my phone. Oh no, the baby can't answer that. Yeah. Yeah. True. Hello. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> um, indeed, the call is for the baby. <laughs> Hi, baby. It's literally for the baby. <laughs> I've never seen one of our predictions come true so wonderfully. <laughs> Hi, Bill. No, tell. Don't answer on the baby's behalf. 
How's your morning sickness? He's oh. talking to the baby still. <laughs> How are you doing, baby? <laughs> How are you, baby? <laughs> baby, is your sickness okay? Horrible. Oh, I wish I could be there to help you. Yeah, when are you coming home? Three days. Yay. That's when the twins came in. Oh boy, the British twins are here now. Mummy, <laughs> who are you talking to? I wanted to respond in a British accent too. <laughs> Daddy. We want to talk to Daddy too. This call is only for the children, born and otherwise. Okay, here. She's like, good, get rid of it. <laughs> I don't want to talk to him. I put the phone on speaker and handed it to the twins. Hi, Daddy. Hi, guys. Daddy, when are you coming home? In three days, sweetie, and when I get back, I'll take you guys wherever you want to go. That is a very odd thing to promise. I will take you wherever you want to go. Vegas, baby. Yeah, I was like, what if they get in there and they're like, the dump. And like, you know, like they offer to take them to get ice cream or to the park or something. Have you, Elle, ever mm -hmm. been to the dump? I have not ever been to the dump. It's fun. It's, <laughs> it's I can it see it. It is fun, especially yeah. for kids. I was going to say, I can see it as a place that kids would want to go. And I think rambunctious children would absolutely like if my dad told me as a kid like i'll take you wherever you want to go i would probably have been like the shadow realm and then he'd be like well <laughs> you know <laughs> like, that's what you have to offer to take them somewhere exciting two things okay one nerd thank you <laughs> two i don't think you would want to go to the shadow realm who are you to speak to my desires I don't know what the Shadow Realm is. It's from Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Yes, it is. I, but it sounds it, bad. Yeah, it is bad. But it sounded interesting. That's where Exodia lives. I don't think that's where Exodia lives. I Granted, I haven't Exodia, watched... as we all know, is hacked into five pieces. Yes. He's been dead for thousands of years. I mean, not exactly, but okay. I, 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 to be clear, I watched a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh as a kid, but I haven't watched it in a long time. So I can't really speak to any of this. Yugi turns big in it, and then he has a deep voice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there. That really got me going as a kid. Blue Eyes White Dragon. Yeah, good job. That's all of it. That's yeah. all of my Yu-Gi-Oh knowledge. <laughs> when I was a kid, I had a mental, not a mental breakdown, but I had a, a breakdown because I realized that Yu-Gi wasn't real and I could never marry him one day and they had to send me to the principal's office because I cr was crying too hard about in it. In class? In class. Because <laughs> I kept a picture of him in my pencil case. <laughs> L what? <laughs> That like, is absolutely <laughs> insane. I was like seven. I was really you young. You were seven years old? Yeah. I finally understood that cartoons aren't real. When you were seven? I don't know. I was in the first grade. How old are you in the first grade? Yeah, that's a fine age to be in the first grade. <sighs> Not a fine age to realize cartoons don't exist. Listen, listen. Some of us like to be whimsical, sir. You didn't sound like you were very whimsical. It sounded like you want to marry... I did. ...Yugi, and when you realized yeah. he wasn't real, you were weeping in class and got sent to the principal's office. Yes, then the principal had to console me. Yeah. I was an intense kid. Oh my god. <laughs> you can see why I like fan fiction. <laughs>
Oh, man. Did you ever write a Yu-Gi-Oh fan fiction? No, I don't think I did. I, I don't think I really knew how to write yet. Uh, my first story I ever wrote was about a horse, and it was called My Horse. <laughs> or something like that. It was about a girl named Dana getting a horse, and <laughs> that was it. I don't remember anything else besides that. <laughs> Yay! Love you, Daddy! I love you guys, too. They handed the phone back to me, and I turned the speaker off. I talked to Bill for a while, then I gave the twins breakfast and fed Rory. Oh, thank God, Rory's still alive. Oh, thank you. Later that day, Karina and Serene came over to hang out. They're friends now. Yeah, what, okay. Because it says in the chapter description, her friendship with Serene. So she's also friends with Serene for some reason. Karina looked like she was feeling better. Okay, so she actually was sick the whole time. <laughs> that wasn't a lie. Weird. Weird. Good. I was scared she would end up getting cancer like I had. Yes, a very logical thing to think. <laughs> in this story, there's like a one in three chance you'll get cancer. <laughs> for the next few days, we all got ready for the boys to come back. I was doing laundry when the twins started screaming. Daddy's home! <laughs> I, don't, I think I've mentioned this before that I think that the twins are wearing sailor suits. I'd yeah. like to be clear that I think that they're always wearing sailor suits. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Bill opened the door and was tackled by Jumbi and Katarzyna. Even Rory came to greet him. Oh, Rory, that's what we love to see. Rory writes. Once they got off of him, I ran over and hugged him. I missed you so much. I missed you too. He kissed me and the twins covered their eyes. Ew, mommy and daddy are kissing. Oh, yes, the twins are us. Yes, <laughs> yes you know? twins good audience surrogate. Yeah, you know what? I think that I am, I am Katarzyna and you are Jumbi, I think. Thank you. It, no, actually, That's, you know what? I'm wow. Jumbi. I'm Jumbi. You're not Jumbi. I'm Jumbi. I don't know if it was a Freudian slip or what, but what <laughs> you said initially was the truth. That's uh, what you believe in your heart. Well, what is our headcanon about the babies? Who? What is Jumbi like? Jumbi is cool. Okay, then obviously I'm Jumbi. You are not. <laughs> really? Yeah. Elle cried when she realized <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh wasn't a real man she could marry? <laughs> is the one who's cool? That's the kind of shit legends go through. I'll have you know. I'm clearly much cooler than you are. We once did a Twitter poll about this, and I won. It was, who is cooler, Eller Duncan? And I did win by a substantial margin. So, by default, I am Jumpy. Was it on your Twitter account? Yes, what of it? You want to tweet it from your Twitter? I'll tweet it from this Twitter account. From the My First Fan Fiction Twitter account. Yeah, go for it. Not right this second, because this episode has not aired yet, but... I will. Okay, good. I will. And okay, then the, good. the audience will decide who is Jumbi and who is Katarzyna. I, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. I'm curious to hear that. And as you're voting in that poll, uh-huh. I just encourage you to remember that Elle wept in class because <laughs> she realized Yugi wasn't a real person that she could marry and had to be sent to the principal's office. To me, that is cool. I encourage <laughs> you to remember that she just said that. <laughs> We pulled apart, and the twins uncovered their eyes. Daddy, you said you would take us wherever we wanted. Uh, I will. Just let me put my stuff away. Okay. They're either going to say the dump or, like, Disney World. Like, somewhere he can't take them. I helped Bill carry his stuff to our room. Where are they? Uh... (laughs) You asked too many questions. (laughs) I helped him unpack, then he left with the twins. Oh, we're not going to know where they went, huh? <laughs> ah! I'm upset. I'm upset. I want to know. I want to get into these twins' minds. 
They invited me to come, but my morning sickness still hadn't gone away. So I just sat in the apartment thinking about the new baby. <laughs> she literally, that's literally what she did for a mom, I told you. Mm. She's like a sim with the free will turned off. Mm. She just waits for a command. I'm going to name it Yugi. <laughs> I, I regret telling you this now. I feel like I'm like, I made it almost six years without you finding out about this. And I decided to blow it now of all times. That's when I remembered something really important. Okay, what do you think it is? Uh, she, um, uh, she, um, uh, she, I, 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 I don't what even do you know. Think? I, I don't know either. I think it's going to be something stupid, like she left the oven on or something. The, the, she left the stove on. The, no, she could turn it off. The twins need to take their medicine. All right, let's do a drum roll. I'll have to tell Biddle about it later. I'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> Biddle and the twins came back two hours later. All right, so it's someplace you could be for two hours. We know that. So did you have fun? Well, the twins did. That's good. Must have been the dump. Yeah. That's my headcanon. They went to the dump. <laughs> Is something the matter? Well, I was just thinking. It's going to get pretty crowded around here with a new baby on the way. Well, I wish if only we knew where you lived, because apparently you either live in apartment, an apartment with Serene or you also live in a hotel. I don't know. The size of their house is infinitely uh, variable, and it is also anywhere it needs to be. It is the house version of the Hermione bag. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's just as big as you need it to be, and it's just where you need it to be. So, you think we should move? Yeah, I think you should just be somewhere that's not a hotel yes that'd be a good start that would be a good start it would probably be a good idea well i i guess we can start looking in the newspapers tomorrow what what <laughs> you don't look do you look at the newspaper for an apartment maybe i uh, this isn't pre-internet why would you look on the in the newspaper for an apartment i don't know maybe they're listed there in real estate huh I, I like to think that this is an idea, like, 12-year-old me, who has clearly, obviously never had to look for a home, is kind of like, where would you find a home? In the newspaper. That's where you find most things. I bet I bet that there were real estate, okay. and perhaps even our real estate listings in the newspaper. All right, all right, all right. Can I have some more water, please? Yes. Can I, can I drink it myself? Nope, nope, oh, nope, Okay. Nope. Nonsense. You're sick. You have to lift it up higher. I've spilled all over myself. No, I'm not done. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Too high! <laughs> it's all like right. at my nose. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I can't drink with you laughing at me! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No more laughing. Ugh. I'm not right! This whole experience is unpleasant. I hate being sick. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> for the next few days, we looked around for our dream house, but nothing seemed right. They were too big, too small, or just plain ugly. Too big. Gotta get the big house if you can afford it. What's what having a big house? Well, then you have to get more furniture and fill it up. They're not gonna get furniture. And maybe they're environmentally conscious. They don't want to have a bigger footprint than they need. Ugh. We were looking through our seventh newspaper today, and I was playing around with a necklace around my neck when I got an idea. 
it's never a good thing when she gets an idea. Also, I like the idea they got seven newspapers. They're like, ah, there must be different apartments in each one. Uh, hey, Bill, I have an idea. Uh-oh. I love that that is preceded by the line, when I got an idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. Remember when my parents died? <laughs> Which ones? <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh. Hey, remember when that happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. Oh, how can, yeah. How can I forget? But that is a good question. Which one? Her, I think her adopted parents are still alive. I think. Who knows? Well, in their will, they left me their old house. This is news. <laughs> she's, just a, she's been a homeowner this whole time. On the condition that they spend one night in a haunted mansion. <laughs> oh, do so you think we could move that? Why not? I still have the key. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Wow. Okay, okay. Fine. So I guess we've found our new house. Yeah. This is the worst written... <laughs> section of the entire fan fiction so far. At the end of that, they both jumped into the air and it freeze-framed on them. Dun, 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 dun. I think that they jumped into the air and then landed and then it freeze-framed. <laughs> on them, like, with, like, weird faces. <laughs> like, the recovery faces. I think it jumped into the air and then landed, and then the director said cut, and then one of them started taking off their wig, and then it freeze-framed. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. Um, and then to indicate that time has passed, we have Tilda Ascaris, Tilda Ascaris, item, no, item. read the whole thing. I, I, I will not. Come on. Please. I'm ill. You're wasting my time. Tilda Asterisk, 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 Tilda. I pass- Easy. I passed away. <laughs> well, <laughs> From sickness. Is, I told is, you you were the, sick. This is the ghost of L now speaking to you. Continuing on, ooh. Today is our moving day. Bill and Tom put the boxes in the car, and me and Serene finished cleaning the apartment. Karina was going to help, but she suddenly got sick again, so she went to the doctor. Cancer. Sad. <laughs> Maybe she's pregnant. I mean, let's find out. Bill and Tom brought down the last box downstairs. Yes, that, that's what that says. <laughs> that's fine. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yep, move yep, past yep, it. Yep, work, yep. work it through. It was just I, my my sick adult brain was like, mm. <laughs> it's like, is it me or is it me? Like other me, and it was other me. So it's all good. And we all took a break. We were all sitting on the floor when Karina came through the door out of breath. Guess what, guys? What? I'm pregnant. You're right. I was right. Yeah. And she ran all the way over here to tell us. She's pregnant. And she's pregnant. Congratulations. Two buns in two ovens. Maybe she has two buns in her one oven. Oh, let's Three see. buns in two ovens. Oh, God. Seriously? That's great. I hugged her and she kissed Tom. Serene stood up and stomped up to Tom. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Tom, you got, you got Karina pregnant. She, yeah. That's his wife. <laughs> But you've been dating me. <laughs> Love this. <laughs> Tom, you've been dating Serene? You're married to me. Oh, no. 
Tom, I thought you said you weren't married. And now, to bring it all together, the final line of the chapter. Whoa, where's Jerry Springer when you need him? And that is the end of the chapter. Okay. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad it came together, I guess, but it came together in the worst possible way. I really liked the scene of Karina stro like just storming in and then all things going to shit at once. That okay. was fun! Yes, but, 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 how could Karina and Serene have been friends without realizing this? Yeah, I agree. Because wouldn't Serene be like, oh, it's been great dating Tom. I'm dating international pop star Tom. Well, Cowlick. Well, well, because Serene did know that Tom and Karina were married but were getting divorced. So maybe she didn't talk about it out of respect for Karina. Potentially. Like she thought like, oh, you know, you guys are you know about to get divorced. Like, I'm not going to rub it in your face that I'm dating this guy. So I could kind of see that actually. I think that's outrageous. What? <laughs> she didn't want to be a jerk. Okay. Oh, you don't believe me on this one, huh? No. Okay. okay. I agree. Obviously, I'm just trying to make something. Okay. No, here. I appreciate the, the work <laughs> you're doing to sew this together into a completed tapestry. But I'll tell you what. There's a hole right through the middle. <laughs> and its name is Karina and Serena Friends. <laughs> it's a very long and odd name. Uh, I don't know, but I'm really hoping, and this is my prediction for the next chapter, that we see, like, a Karina, Tom, Serene kind of, like, bottle chapter. Bo is, that, is that what you call it? A bottle episode? Yeah. Yeah, I want to see that. I want to I wanna leave Ellen Bill because they're boring. They have their bun. I want <laughs> and you know, now they had the haunted house, which is my headcanon now. This house is haunted. Sure. With the ghosts of all the people who have died in this story. Yes. And... I want to see what what goes down here. I want I want some conclusion here. This was a fun. This is a fun storyline. I like it. Who would have thought that the B plot would be more interesting than the A plot? We've been asking for a chapter not from Bill or L's perspective, like entirely leaving those two out of it for yeah. as long as I can remember. Have we had that? No. No. It's always been like there's mixed. always been one of the characters I... in the chapter. Oh okay. Uh, okay, because I was gonna say there have been chapters entirely in Bill's perspective that I don't know about non. Bill and L, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there have been, like, Serene chapters and that mean girl in high school. Oh, and... yeah. That might have been a whole chapter in her POV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In someone else's POV, but the chapters are still primarily about L. Yeah, and there was a Karina chapter. Yeah, but this would be a chapter, like, you know, just then. Yeah, I agree. That's what I want to see. I want to see this. I want to see the potential for the spinoff series, you know? Right. I want to see, like, your Better Call Saul, Better Call Karina, Better Call Serene, even better. All right, so that, that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see in this next chapter. What about you? I want to see... Um, they ever, have they ever eaten any citrus fruit? I uh, don't know. That don't might be nice. Have. Yeah, okay. okay. I hope they give the baby, like, citrus fruit, and it's like, oh, yummy! You know? And yeah. they make a little sour face. That's fun. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That could be fun. That could be fun. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah, we got some, we got some very exciting <laughs> predictions for the next chapter. And in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at My First Fan Pod. You can like us on Facebook at My First Fan Fiction. Follow us on Instagram at First Fan Fiction Podcast, and you can email me at myfirstfanfiction at gmail .com. Don't let your grandma put a purse on you. Oh, oh no. no! Oh my gosh, you made me do.